From Amaya Media, you're listening to The Way We Live, a show for women here in the Middle East who are looking to enhance their lives. Style plays such an important role in our lives, whether we're dressing for meetings at work or social gatherings with friends. And yet, how many times have you opened your closet full of clothes and thought to yourself, I have absolutely nothing to wear? I find myself laced with this dilemma about once a week. A large reason for that stems from not really knowing or having a solid personal style of my own. I sometimes buy clothes based on my mood that day and find myself hating that choice the next day. Being someone that struggled with weight on and off for most of my life, I find that personal style and body image go hand in hand. I've often dressed in a way that doesn't reflect my personal style just so I wouldn't draw too much attention to myself and so I would maybe blend in a bit more. So this week, I'm speaking to Jane Taylor. She's a personal stylist and also works at Wear That, which is a really cool personalized subscription box service that customizes looks for your mood and occasion. It's an online styling platform which creates looks that are based on your body shape, your mood and your occasion. Uh, they take all the information that you give them when we fill out a small, short survey, and they personalize a selection of clothes to suit you. So what qu- questions would you ask in the survey? What kind of um, pants that you like to wear, right. the silhouette of a pant, okay. what kind of skirts that you like to wear, mm-hmm. what size you normally take, um, your um, hair color, your eye color, your skin tone, um, how you like your clothes to be fitted on the top or fitted on the bottom. Um they take just, yeah, just a whole bunch of questions okay. so that we kind of get a a, a good view of, of who you are and um, what your body shape is yes. and things like that and what you like to wear, what kind of prints that you like, what prints you don't like, what colors you like to wear, what colors you don't like, and really what it is that you're coming to us for. Which is the most know? important thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So some people just Addressing want... Addressing the issues. Yeah. Some people just say, I just need more clothes for work, like simply. Or someone's like, I've just lost a lot of weight. Um, I want a new wardrobe. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's just whatever occasion or they're going to a wedding and they need an outfit um, an outfit for it or they're going on holiday and they need quite a few outfits. We've, we do anything and everything. We source the shoes, um, accessories, accessories. Belts, <laughs> It'd be great for someone like bags. me that owns nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Come to us. Yep. So we'll if you were to walk me through a consultation, um, I would walk in. How long would it take in terms of time? So you'd fill out the survey, um, which, which would happen out. online or it's at the store? Online. Okay. Yep. Fill it out online. Um, your stylist will give you a call. Okay. We'll reach out to you um, and call and just clarify your profile and just go over a few other questions. Mm-hmm. And then you give us a few days um, just to source all those items for you. And then we book a book you in so you can either have the box delivered to your house so you can try on the clothes right. in the comfort of your own home or you can come into our style studio and have a one-on-one session with a personal stylist. They go through the selection. They tell you loads of t- tips and tricks. Um, and so the style sessions normally last for an hour to an hour and a half. Which is amazing because yeah. if I were to go to the bar- to Dubai Mall, like it would take me about four hours to walk around the whole mall oh, and find my yep. full wardrobe and my shoes and yep. my belts and everything. So, We're like a one-stop shop which just is for you, which is so yeah. important. Yeah, but um, if you decide that you don't come in for a styling session, we'll send you the box mm-hmm. out to your house and um, you've got a stylist holding your hand the whole way through. You, They'll be in contact with you. Um, so after you messaging. try on your clothes, you can maybe WhatsApp with the stylist yes, or talk to them. Yes, absolutely. Yep, you send them pictures. That's amazing. Yep, and just ask them for tips and tricks. Get their view on you know on the on the um, yeah. outfits and things like that. 
Um, and then, yeah, you have the box for three days and then you send it back. You keep what you like and you send back what you so don't. So you can send back anything that you don't want as well. Yeah, you aren't kind absolutely. of bound to those items in any no, way. Not at all. It sounds amazing. No. Yeah, so it's a, it's really is um, a fantastic service. Um, yeah. I can't recommend it enough. Um, I, mean, people. I will probably yeah. try it myself oh, because please. I'm kind of in this um, way where like it. I'm transitioning between sizes right now and I'm unsure how to wear. And I, like I started this new job, so yeah. I do need a bit more structure yeah. in my wardrobe. So and, it and definitely benefit the from beauty that. from from what we do is we create a box for you and it's always like mixing and matching all those pieces. So you said that you've lived here your whole life. You were brought up in Dubai. Yeah, yeah. I uh, moved here when I was six or seven years old. Wow. I went to school here and uh, went back to New Zealand for university. And I uh, left New Zealand the day after I graduated. <laughs> you came back? <laughs> I actually went to Qatar. Uh, I lived oh, wow. in Doha. Uh, so I was there for a year. And then I moved back to Dubai. Of course. Home was so, calling. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I've been here kind of ever yeah, ever since. And did you come back here as a stylist, as a fashion professional, or did that just happen organically later on? Actually, no. I was actually in corporate. Really? Um, yeah. So I was um, working for big um, corporations here. Um, and yeah, I got into personal styling about three years ago. Um, but yeah, I started off uh, very business. I, I studied business at university. I have always seen myself as kind of climbing that corporate ladder and office kind of bound desk roles um, in marketing and operations and it just wasn't giving me any joy at all. Um, I wasn't getting excited to get up going to work. Um, so the only thing that I was actually looking forward to was putting my outfit together um, <laughs> before I went to, I I went to work. Um, yeah. Because it meant I could show more of who I was visually at work and I could be creative. Right. Um, so, and the other thing is it made me feel really good about myself. Even though I was working in a really stressful and tiring and tiring job and environment that was the only thing that was kind of giving getting me through so right um so you could always say it's been a passion of mine um and i just decided to take a leap and just reside one day <laughs> okay <laughs> on a whim. so you just resigned <laughs> just and resigned. was like i'm going to start this business or did you just take some time I off to think about it yeah i took some time off okay. to think about it um i have an incredible husband who That's was lovely. incredibly supportive and um just said just you do you and just figure out what you want to do and and then i kind of just fell into it. I okay. started working with friends and then it kind of grew from there and grew from there. I went to Australia. I studied, studied some courses and things like that. Um, did a lot of online courses as well. Um, I went out and spoke to a lot of people and right. um, yeah, and I just kind of, it, it really just kind of happened. Happened organically, organically, which is the best kind of way yeah. to do things. Yeah, absolutely. And it just kind of, yeah, snowballed and yeah, now I've got a client client database, a base, and um, I work with some really lovely women. It's amazing. And I just, yeah, and I, it's, um, yeah, just taking that leap out of the corporate world, uh, it's the best thing that I've ever done. I've never been happy. And when do people feel the need to contact a personal stylist? Like, at what stage of life do you feel like it's most common to reach out for specialized services? Do you know what? I see a lot with my clients that they, they go from... Um, when they become mothers, mm -hmm. their bodies change, change, and they don't know, they don't know how to dress for their new body, right. and for their new, you know, they've got kids now, mm -hmm. so they're in a different stage of their lives. I do find a lot of my clients are kind of there, or they're going back into the workforce, mm -hmm. and they, you know, they've been out of that corporate environment for so long, so they need some help, just kind of seeing what they have in their closet, because I think it. 
a lot of women just think, oh, I've just got to go go buy new clothes. But it's actually looking at what you have and and seeing, you know, the gaps in your wardrobe. And having that guidance to just put things together. Because you may have the pieces, but you just don't know how to wear them together. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. And it's yeah. just having someone else's eyes on your wardrobe. It's, you know, and it's shopping your wardrobe. Um, yeah. So that's, I, li- I love doing that with my clients. Um, but yeah, I would say that that is, for me, I've just seen that. Or it's woman, you know, early to mid 30s, uh-huh. your body tends to change. Of course. And yeah, it's just, you know, helping one accept that. You know, and absolutely. Um, I mean, the topic of yeah. style and clothing is one that gives me some anxiety personally, because it's very much linked to my body image and how I feel about myself. As mm-hmm. someone that doesn't have a typical Instagram, you know, fit body, I struggle with knowing what works for me and how to properly, you know, wear clothes with confidence and not feel uncomfortable. And I find myself sometimes hiding my body through clothes as opposed to like just showing off and really accentuating key points yeah. kind of um, key features that, that I have and I feel like it's something that every woman deals with and like properly like really internalizes so can we maybe kind of go through different body types and shapes yeah. and silhouettes and you can maybe throw throw at me like you know one or two tips on how to accentuate certain figures yeah absolutely um I think that's the the, the biggest key is yeah, yeah to not be kind of like hiding behind your shape it's uh, you know to yeah. embrace it and I say to women it doesn't matter what size you are it's all about your shape because we're dressing your shape, not your size. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what size you are, you, you'll have the same shape. Um, so I categorize body shapes into five different types. Um, it's bigger on top, bigger on the bottom, bigger in the middle, uh, all your proportions, so your hourglass, mm-hmm. and then straight up and down. Um, so yes. I don't, I don't talk about any fruit shapes or anything Pears like or, that. Yeah, Pears, yeah, which I hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's all about kind of where you're carrying, maybe your weight or your your features. You know, maybe you've got broader shoulders uh-huh. and things like that. So, um, so first of all, we kind of look at that, um, and kind of the the most important thing to to realize is that when you dress for your body shape you master your um, balancing your proportions right which make you look taller and slimmer i see okay so if you imagine an hourglass mm-hmm. you know, like an actual hourglass yeah. and think of the type of body shape that you are for instance if you're bigger on top mm-hmm. okay so if you you imagine an hourglass that it's bigger on top um it's going to be small at the bottom right right so we need to actually fill out the bottom of the hourglass right. in order to bring your body shape in proportion. Mm-hmm. So wearing like an A-line skirt on the bottom or kind of like a wider leg or straight leg pants or something like that. So you're filling out the bottom of the hourglass. So you look in proportion. Of course. So it's again, if you're bigger on the bottom. On the hips, yeah. On the hips and things like that, then you want to just be wearing something that's kind of giving you some volume on top. So whether it be like in a patterned shirt or something like that. Um, with something like a little bit darker on the bottom, kind of to. So it's all about balancing your proportions. Okay. What if you're someone like me and I hold most of my weight in my stomach, in my midsection area, mm-hmm. and I have a very flat butt, honestly? How do I dress for my body type? So I would be, it's always about trying to cinch in your waist. Cinch in my waist. Or creating a waist. So for that's you. using belts? So you could use belts. I don't own one belt. Like okay, belts <laughs> change an outfit completely. Really? Yes, yes, they absolutely do. Um, it's accessories like that that mm-hmm. will elevate your look. I always say to people that uh, the, the kind of the easiest way to, to get ready in the morning if you want kind of a system to, mm-hmm. to put into your wardrobe is, you know, what top you're wearing, what bottom are you wearing, and what's your third piece or your fourth piece actually. So you can, you know, the third piece could be a belt, um, a shoe, 
a jacket, an outerwear, so maybe a cardigan, a coat or something like that, um, a scarf, jewelry, I think I said. Um, and it's just like that third piece that just like brings the outfit together. Mm-hmm. So it could be that it's a jacket I and then see. like a belt. And it just elevates your look. It just elevates the look. Yeah. Or it could be a statement shoe. It could be just like a really kind of plain outfit, but you do like a really big, bright, bold shoe. And it just it just kind of elevates your look. How about for, let's say, taller or more petite girls? How would they need to choose their outfits to kind of, you know... With dealing with, say, taller or petite girls, there's definitely t- tips and tricks, but it would always also your body shape would come into it. So there's too many variables to kind of just like give um, blanket kind of like tips and tricks. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, but I think it, it always comes back to just balancing your proportions um, and embracing. I mean, if you are petite or you're really tall and you really like to wear heels, wear heels. I mean, right. just own it. Own it. Um, exactly. I think that's that's. It's like the key. Absolutely. Yeah, so another thing I've noticed is that for the most part, all of my clothes are black or white or gray. <laughs> when I go shopping, I immediately gravitate towards neutrals. And it's not that I'm afraid of color, but I just don't know what suits me. Like, I don't know how to pick out color, how to match things together. Okay. How would you approach that? Um, so first of all, don't be afraid of color. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you also need to be wearing colors that make you feel really confident. Okay. Um, you know, there's no point in just kind of <laughs> going out, buying really brightly colored clothes, putting them on, and and you're not, you don't feel it, you don't own it, absolutely, because you just, you just will be wanting to kind of hide yes. when you go out, you know. Um, but um, I always say to add it to an accessory, like shoe or jewelry. Start off really small, okay. You know, it's like a starter. Yeah, like okay. I love a statement heel. Like, okay, do that. You know, if you're not too like kind of, you know, like a bright red, maybe go for, for like an emerald green or something mm-hmm. like start off like a little bit slow. Um, I mean, it's quite kind of old school, but there's always the, the, the color wheel. Yes. Uh, and I always kind of just do give that as like tips and tricks. So, just for example, I think that there's a red and the green that are on opposite sides, right? Yes. So do they, does that, does that mean that they match or the, they contrast? Yep, they're like complementary They complement. I can wear yeah. red and green together. Yeah. Okay. Or you can wear, I mean, it always looks amazing if you wear um, the same shade of color, oh, sorry, the same color, top and bottom, but different shades of it. Okay. Um, so Meghan Markle does that mm-hmm. a lot. So maybe the same, maybe a different shade, but like a different texture or a different uh, material. So maybe like she's worn uh, a beautiful green, like forest green leather skirt with like a forest green um, silk shirt uh-huh. and it just looks so put together and just yeah it's just super it's not easy super it's loud so or like just kind of super overwhelming the way I yeah. would see color as yeah. right yeah yeah so I love just, that just picking a few colors uh-huh. kind of accent colors in your accent wardrobe colors. if you've got neutrals in your closet then that's great because those accent colors mm-hmm. are going to just mix in really really well um, and actually I always do say balance colors with neutrals okay um, and especially for going to the office because it keeps you looking professional yeah absolutely um, yeah. <laughs> Jane and I touched on how to find your personal style dressing for your body shape and how to add a bit more color to your wardrobe more on that after the break Hi there, this is Shrag from Amaya Media, and we're giving away a pair of Apple's new AirPods Pro. All you have to do is take a short survey for us. We're looking to improve our shows and better understand what you, our listeners, like, or perhaps don't like when it comes to podcasts. You can find a link to the survey in the show notes, or visit our website, amaya.media, for more information. 
It won't take more than two minutes of your time, and we'd really appreciate it. Welcome back. I'm Natalie, and you're listening to The Way We Live from Amaya. When it comes to staples, we all know that you have the common staples like a little black dress that everyone knows and owns. But if you were to design someone's closet from scratch, what would be items that every woman would need to have going into the workforce and also for evening wear? Can you maybe give me five items for each occasion for okay. work and for evening? Yeah. Well, actually, I I kind of see it as it it's dual pieces that you need in your closet that should serve you day and night. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be... And a lot of women are like this. That is my work wardrobe and this is my... That's how I am out. currently. Yeah. Yeah. But that is... That's limiting your options as well. It also causes lots of clutter in my wardrobe, which is mm-hmm. unnecessary. I don't have that much space. Yeah. And, yeah. and money because you're constantly buying yes. for each wardrobe. Exactly. Um, so I think I think you need to be looking at how how you can buy a piece and be wearing it to work and be wearing it out, you know, socially or mm-hmm. on the weekend, mm-hmm. um, like a blazer, blazer. So it's great to throw on with jeans and a tee during the day, um, but then also over a dress or skirt for the office in the evening, okay. going out in the evening. So it's, it's finding those those pieces that do uh-huh. both. Um, but yeah, blazer, a dress. So yes, a little black dress, but also in a colour that you feel amazing in. So not just black. Maybe mm-hmm. it could be, you know, some, some woman with a you know, little white dress or, okay. you know, like a, a yellow dress or something like that. It's something that you feel amazing, yeah. but can take you from day to night as well. Um, you know, just by th- changing your shoes and putting some jewellery and things on. Um, yeah. So it's about finding pieces that can serve both occasions or serve multiple occasions if possible. I really think so. Right. I mean, there's definitely the staples that, you know, I do, you know, like a denim jacket, a leather jacket. Okay, so um, those are, are those great. are interesting. I would need to yeah, know those. So yeah. den- denim jacket, leather jacket. Denim jacket. Yeah, denim jackets are great. They go over summer, summer uh, dresses and uh-huh. things. Um, and yeah, they're just like easy pieces or just with a skirt. It's that layering. It's that third piece yeah. that just kind of elevates your look. Um, so I would definitely say just a, den- a denim jacket um, in the winter. It's great to have like a leather jacket mm-hmm. just to throw on. Again, it's your right. piece or a blazer. A black blazer is great, but then a really brightly colored blazer is amazing okay. as well. Um, jeans, black, dark, like a dark wash, and then maybe like a boyfriend fit. Boyfriend, aunt, um they don't look amazing on everyone. You've right. really got to be yeah. <laughs> kind of straight up and down to be able to wear them. But something with a little bit more relaxed, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of dis- distressing okay. um, on them is really good. And I always say to women, um, I don't think women wear um, high-rise jeans enough. No. Because your legs start from the top of your hip. Yeah. <laughs> not, not from down your waist right. kind of thing. So, um, oh, like a really tr- good pair of high-rise jeans. Oh, yeah. They make your butt look great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, need, yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> th- yeah, they're, they're really great. I would definitely say to women to, to, to give them a go if you haven't if you haven't got okay. uh, any. Um, I love a white shirt. Um, like a button-down shirt, you mean? down okay. shirt, yeah. Or, I mean, there's so many different variations now. Mm-hmm. And you can pick those up. Super cheap from from something like Zara, or okay. like a fast fast fashion retailer, or you can you can go to Max Mara and spend quite a mm-hmm. bit of money on on, on one. But um, that is just great because you can put that with like a, a denim skirt, a really nice statement um, belt or something, you know, for like a really easy breezy kind of weekend look. But then for the office, you're putting it on with some like beautiful trousers mm-hmm. and like a nice blazer for so a like meeting. A, a plain 
belt that's not too thick, not too thin. Yeah. So I'm asking a lot about belts because I don't own any belts. Oh so God. I'm just like, how do I like, which one do I go and buy? I don't just know like how all to accessorize. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I always say like a, an animal print's great. Um, if you like leopard print or you could even go for like a kind of like a snake, a snake okay. print kind of mm-hmm. thing, which is a little bit more subtle than a leopard print. Yes. Um, I'd go for something with a little bit of design. I know there's the, the Gucci belts are all in mm-hmm. fashion at the moment, but if you're not kind of that way inclined or you don't want to spend that much money, there's a lot of other kind of um, metal kind of designed belts and things like that that you right. can get. And they're great. They can, you know, go with your jeans, put them on a dress, mm-hmm. um, and it's just going to cinch in your waist. And again, it's going to elevate your look because you've got that little, like that little third piece. Right. That's kind of there and you look like you're really styled your outfit. Okay, so last question on staples. How about shoes? Because oh. I have a lot of shoes, but I don't wear half of them. I oh feel God, like there's just like, uh, they they clutter my space for no reason. No. If I need to have like, let's say, a couple of different pairs that are staples that have to always be available in my yeah. shoe collection, what would they be? I'm, I'm like terrible. I have so many <laughs> shoes. <laughs> like so many yeah. I keep I mean I, I buy a lot and my husband is always like a re- more <laughs> do you have enough um, I, I'm a big believer in shoes the pair okay. like oh you can just completely change an outfit with, right. with a pair of shoes so um, for staples would be a nude um, a nude like, like a nude pointy. flat or a heel heel a heel okay if you can't do a heel a flat's great a mm-hmm. flat I always would say is pointy toe okay um, never round because it's always just going to like cut your foot good off good to know okay um, yeah it's just going to cut your foot you yeah. want to just be able to elongate it um, or like an almond toe what's um, that like an almond toe is kind of like kind of in the middle so it's not a round toe it's like more oval shaped more oval shape okay. so it's going to elongate your, mm-hmm. your foot make your legs look longer and leaner um so uh yeah and a nude yeah pointy pump um pointy pump yeah gotta do it um you can you know get a little kitten heel if or like a thicker heel or something oh, yeah. yeah something that you thankfully are in right now so <laughs> i'm so happy yes, about it because the yes. those are too hard to, to walk in yeah i can't do it yeah i can't um yeah uh, you've <laughs> got to find like that right heel height exactly. that you're, it's like your sweet spot that you can kind of yeah. um, do for all day. But yeah, getting a, a nude pump is definitely uh, a key staple. Um, I would say obviously a black as well and maybe not black leather. I find mm-hmm. that that's quite kind of old fashioned, maybe a black suede, suede or something like that. And again, for the nude, I think always like a suede is always okay. just a little bit more modern instead of um, like a leather. Leather is very, again, it's very kind of work. You want to be able corporate-y. to. It's very corporate I agree. Yeah. yeah. So you want to be able to kind of mix and match them okay. both. Um, another staple I would say is a statement shoe, um, uh-huh. something like a red okay. um, or a bright blue, kind of an electric blue, okay. um, or even like a. a, a Again, like an animal print, mm-hmm. a, like leopard print, um, zebra, zebra prints coming back, um, something like that, which is just, it's, yeah, it's just going to kind of like yeah. elevate your look. Okay, amazing. Okay. And okay, let's say I want to go and buy all these staples, but mm. a big thing is also budgeting and how and how much you can kind of end up wasting on clothes at times. Yeah. So I guess when I think about clothes, I think of your fast fashion, your cheap, 
you have your medium range and you also have your, your designer pieces. What is worth investing in and what could you maybe um, compromise in a bit and go for cheaper pieces? Yeah, I think if you're watching your pennies, I would say look out for sales and not for more classic pieces, yeah. um, which will take you to season to season right. instead of choosing the fashion forward pieces, which will only last a single season. Mm-hmm. So kind of your wardrobe staples, whether it be kind of like um, you know, like pants, dresses, things that are kind of more, maybe not like prints and things like that. Okay. Prints can come and go. Obviously, there are some prints yeah. that are kind of like staples and things, but um, I would be investing in pieces which are, can take you kind of from year to year. You know, mm-hmm. would I wear this in two years' time? Yeah, I would because it's. So, like no, your classic white shirt, shirt. I'd maybe pay yeah. a bit more for that to get some like exactly. really good quality, yeah. really good cuts. Yes, okay. yes, absolutely. Um, blazers, another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely pay a little bit more for them. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, you know, if there's if there's you know a color that's kind of just in for the season, you can pick that up quite cheaply as well. So I would definitely be looking for those those kind of key pieces from really really great brands that too, you know, it's all about the, the quality of the fabric as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a good idea to put a cap either monthly or quarterly, uh, right. depending on how often that you do shop. Um, that way you can take a hard look at your wardrobe and make a conscious effort to be spending money in the gaps in your wardrobe mm-hmm. as opposed to buying more of what you have. And right. I do see that with a lot of women. They're like, I feel like it's I've something I do as well. I've got nothing to wear. So you go out to the shops and um, you actually end up <laughs> buying more of what you have in your closet because that's your comfort zone. Of course. Because you kind of look and you go, um, yeah, I've got loads of white t-shirts and then you go to the uh, to the shops and that's that's all you see so you right. just buy more and because you're comfortable in them exactly so it's yeah and that's yeah so go out shopping with a friend or something mm-hmm. that's got like a, another eye you know on the stock so yeah. you can see different things that's always so you would like you would suggest that we go through our closets maybe quarterly and just have an an audit or like an inventory kind of pull and see what you do have available yeah i think i mean if you're kind of more of an impulse buyer you should yeah. definitely be going through your closet you know if you're kind of on a whim like oh just go to the mall you know stop off at the mall you know it's it's good to kind of keep account of what you have mm-hmm. in your wardrobe mm-hmm. um or if you kind of are more strategic yeah be- i always say to people categorize your closet you know all your shirts together all your t-shirts together mm-hmm. pants jeans everything because then you can really see and go oh wow i've only got two blazers wow that is an area that right. i need to to fill up a little bit yeah. because that's actually going to then complete a lot of my outfits. Or, wow, I've only got one pair of jeans, but I've got you know all these, all these tops, you know, and that's another another area that you need to fill instead of just mindlessly going shopping. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, I think that's always a really good idea. Um, The hardest thing for me is online shopping. I am addicted to online shopping. I spend all of my time scrolling through pages on either ASOS or um, Netaporte or whatever. It's like looking at these beautiful pieces and I end up adding so many items to like my basket or my wish list. And I think it's more about kind of learning how to control those impulses, like to just buy everything that, 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 that looks good. Yeah. that you think could just suit one occasion or like one moment. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's where you need to be using your closet and working, making it work for exactly. you. Exactly. Mixing and matching. Um, exactly. And and maybe just kind of saying to yourself, well, yeah, w- when am I going to wear this? Or mm-hmm. this garment, this piece, can I wear it three ways? Right. What, what can I do with this to make it work for me? If you can't, if you I can't, love that. So like basically, yeah. like next time, like I buy like a nice pricey piece, yeah. I have to identify three ways that I can wear it. 
got it to a brunch or an yeah. evening yeah. event or I don't know yeah. a work party how or whatever. How can I dress it up? How can I dress right. it down? Um, I love that. How can I dress it up? I how mean, can I dress it down? I mean, not everything is going to be kind of uh, that way, but um, but the investment pieces should be worth that. You should be able absolutely. to answer those questions, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. If you're, you know, but then you know, there's some pieces that you just go, I just love that. Right. I don't care if I'm going to wear it once. <laughs> I'm just going to buy it. You know. It's just like um, re- removing the the guilt for like those really special pieces that really are worth maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Breaking the rules for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, um, yeah, the three. I think that that really helps a lot of people. How can I wear this three ways? I think another thing like that helps with is sustainability and not kind of, you know, investing too much in fast fashion and investing in pieces that, you know, are um, created quickly in maybe not the best conditions and then you dispose of also quite quickly. What are your favorite sustainable brands? Like, are there any that you can recommend to listeners to maybe start to look into? I know that there's, I think it's yeah. called Reformation online. I was online. just going to say, right. American brand Reformation. They mm, are beautiful fantastic. Pieces. Yeah. The only thing is their sizes do run quite small. So okay, if good you to are know. ordering from there, So if you're a 10, go for a 12. Yeah. Okay, great. Definitely. Um, Reformation's fantastic. Um, Madewell is another brand. Okay. They're quite sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they, they're really great. And they do a lot of like classic staple pieces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Stella McCartney, she is. That's great for like I guess upper scale designer yeah, needs. Yeah. yeah, she's she's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, or kind of secondhand clothing stores mm-hmm. going vintage. That's another way to stay sustainable. Do you think that we have a couple of vintage stores in Dubai? Because I'm not aware of any. Yeah, um, we do. There is Reams Closet. Okay. Um, there's Shop Retold as well. That's it for my conversation with Jane. If you have any more questions, you can reach out to Jane online on the Wear That website, which is wearthat.me, and on Instagram, also at where.that.now. You can also find links to everything in the show notes. Thank you for listening to The Way We Live this week. The episode was hosted by me, Natalie Shafani. We're produced by Chirag Desai, and our intern is Abhishek Venkat. You can listen for free in Apple or Google Podcasts and Rami or even Spotify. We'll see you again next week. And you can also find us on social media at thewaywelive.pod on Instagram, where we keep the conversations going.